0: Could you leave your bell outside, please? This isn't that sort of place. Sorry, uh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to speak to a financial advisor, please. I've got all this money, you see. Gosh, that is a
1: lot of money. It's fortunate you came when you did. Oh no, why? Well, you might have needed another bag, I suppose, and you have such scrawny arms. Please, step into my booth and make yourself lower down. I'm afraid we liquefied the chairs for cash flow purposes. Right, how can I help?
0: Well, as I say, I've got all this money and I've no idea what to do with it, so I thought I'd best see the experts...
1: Have you thought about putting it in a bin? In a bin? A bin, yes. We'll provide the bin, of course, for an initial fee, buying you a percentage of the bin, and then a small monthly fee after that to keep it, since the bin will still belong to us. But the bin will be yours, of course, to maintain and care for, and you'll be able to put your money in the bin. I see. What if I fill the bin up? Well, if you fill the bin, then ownership of the bin will pass to you, and you won't need to pay the monthly bin fees. Alright, so I'd want to fill the bin up quick as I can. Be stuck with a bin full of money? No. What you want to do is keep paying the minimum monthly fee, and any excess money coming in, you don't put in the bin. You get another bin. Same deal as before, but now you've got two bins. Surely it's not that simple. I could have two bins. Now, where it gets really exciting is three bins. When you have three bins, we can offer you very competitive loan rates, and you could use that money for, you guessed it, more bins. Imagine as many bins as you can. Now imagine they're all your bins, and now imagine more of them. All you need to do is pay the small monthly fees, and you'll have all these bins. And more bins means better loan options, more freedom, more cash, and ultimately more bins. You could even use that money to join a gym, sort those arms out. Hang on, won't that mean I'm in a huge amount of debt? (laughs) Oh my sweet summer child, do you remember how everyone used to think cholesterol was bad, but actually it's all about balance of high and low density lipoproteins? And that asbestos was dangerous but only if you go near it? Debt has such a stigma, but there's good debt and bad debt. There's debt to the snappy dressed man with no chairs, and there's debt to the Reebok clad chav with no fingernails. You need only glance at my sparkly finger hat to know which you're talking to. Well that's my mind at ease, let's get me some bins. Fantastic. Now, I just need to know your spirit animal, star sign, and where you got all this money. Proof of income, you see, and then we're good to go. Yeah, the guitarist from Kiss, Palestine,
0: and I'm a Dutchman. I Guess people have been mixing the bins up, are not they? Good God, they look a
1: scruffy bunch, don't you think, Lieutenant? Shames, aren't they a scruffy bunch, wouldn't you say? As you say, sir, scruffy, but good men all the same. Took an Imperial Eagle from the Frogs just last month, sir. Damn fine bit of soldiery.
0: Yes, yes, well. But but scruffy, I'd call them. All that mismatched dark green and black paint on their faces. No, no, won't do. Best smarten them up a bit, don't you think, Lieutenant? I'd say we ought to get them in some, some smart white shirts and trousers. Yes, yes, that'll look very fine indeed. Sir, will that not make them stand out a bit? Exactly. Show the French that the English soldiers aren't a bunch of ruffians to be trifled with, but good strong Christian men,
1: pure as the driven snow. Be awfully hard to keep them clean, sir. I don't want to naysay, but they do, being soldiers, get quite dirty and bloody from time to time. Ah yes,
0: damn. Yeah, uh aha! I know. Bright red coats. They can wear bright red coats on top, and then you'll never notice. Yes, bright red. Very regal, don't you think? Mar- yes, marvellous. That's settled then. Uh, are you getting this down, Lieutenant? Oh, and hats. Cover up all that unkempt hair. Perhaps black hats would look rather smart, sir. Good thinking, Shabe. Stovepipe hats. That'll make them look tall and imposing, with strikingly coloured feathers and satch on top.
1: That's that's not what I... sod it. Very good, sir. Hey, Norman, how are you doing? How about I do it? We've been stood next to each other for two and a half years. You know how I'm doing. What could possibly have happened to me in the recent past that you wouldn't have known about? How would you
0: suggest we start a conversation? Just blurt out a topic which we wish to discuss apropos of nothing and away we go. There's one thing we have plenty of. It's time. May as well go through the facade of congenial greetings and trivial updates of wellness.
1: Have it your way. Yesterday, a bird shit right down my back. I keep getting referred to more and more as the creepy one and after all this time holding this useless bleeding rod, I've not caught a single fish. That's actually what I was going to talk about. Oh, did you get hit as well? No, not that,
0: it's Trevor, by the pond. Ever since he moved, I couldn't stand his smug little face, but
1: I've not seen him catch anything either. It's just posturing. He's always been like that. Remember when that cat sprayed him, didn't bat an eye, just kept grinning inanely, holding his rod? Is uh, that? No, stop it. We shouldn't make fun. He's probably not all there anymore. Eight years in the garden centre was bad to send you boy.
0: <laughs> Fantastic turnout today, with us to be expected for a heavyweight match. Of course, always a spectacle with the larger athletes, and easier to see from a distance, which is fortunate for those towards the back. Not a problem for us though, I don't mind saying, we can practically smell them. And what a fine smell it is. You know I was lucky enough to meet young Timothy Goodlegs earlier, and the musk is still with me. Pervasive he was, like a moose in heat, and no doubt just as voracious. There are many that can attest to that, myself among them. Yes, he's certainly the favourite of many today, but the opposition will be no pushover. Three times champion in the US, and making waves in Europe, Jordan Finankle has the sauce, the gravy, the mustard, jam, indeed all the spreadables, to take himself to the very top. There's potential there, certainly, but if the rumours are to be believed, then he could prove a liability. If you're referring to the Romp I can confirm they were not rumours. I was there, it was horrifying, but by God can that man juggle. Well, you heard it here first. Goodlegs steps up to the plate. The crowd knows what's coming, but does Fine Ankle. At this point, it's a game of wits. Study your opponent well and it can pay dividends, but then Goodlegs has been known to throw curves. Indeed, back in his minor league days, he was known as the Yogurt Whisperer. I think it's safe to say those days are long behind him now. Surely he wouldn't. And there we have it! It's all over for Fine Ankle, and he knows it. Yes, there it is. He's taken his shoes off and handed them to Goodlegs for safekeeping. Very wise. A fine display from both competitors, but Goodlegs is the one left sitting on the raspberry bun
2: today.
1: a gay. anglais.
0: What on earth do you think they're laughing at, James? Sir, I... I think it's the men sir, their new uniforms.
1: (laughs) Well, well, they they won't be laughing when the Stirlingshire foot form up. You you changed their uniform as well sir? Yes, I thought the
0: kilts were a bit silly, flapping about and what have you, so I've had them all issued with wet look leather shorts. That
1: doesn't put the fear of God into the French, I don't know what will. Hello, thanks for waiting. You're through to Scott. How can I help you today?
0: Hi Scott, uh, I'd like to cancel my Craft Cider subscription. Customer number five seven seven eight six nine zero two.
1: That's no problem at all. I can get that sorted for you. Okay, so let me just find your account. Okay... Yeah, so the monthly 12 week cans and bottles to John Fitzpatrick, is that right? That's me, yeah. I see you've got quite a few points on your account that could be redeemed for money off your next order. Have you thought about pausing your subscription? That way, you could keep the points for when you're ready to continue. Uh, No, no, no thank you, I'd just like to cancel it, please. Okay, so that's no bother. Just to let you know, next month's crate would be your 25th and eligible for a 50% discount, along with the free postage and packaging. No, that's alright. I'm sorry I didn't quite catch that. It sounds really windy where you are.
0: Sorry, I'm on a cliff. Is that, is that better? I made a sort of windbreak with my anorak.
1: That's grand, John. Thank you.
0: What is it you're saying there? I I will say that's fine. Uh, Thank you though. I'd just like to cancel it.
1: Right you are. I shall get that cancelled for you in just a few moments. I see that if you used your points on your next box, you could actually get it completely free combined with your 50% off. Would you like me to sort that and then we can cancel next month? Uh, No, no thank you. I'd really just like to cancel it today, please. Are you sure? That's a totally free case of cider. No delivery charges or anything.
0: Look, I'm, I'm very sure it's, it's a great deal, but I'm about to throw myself off this cliff, uh, and I have no need for any cider, free or otherwise. I, I just wanted to get this sort of thing cancelled now so that it's not a faff for my family. If you could just just cancel it. Cancel the subscription, please.
1: Well, I'm sorry to hear you'll be leaving us, John. I can actually offer the change of delivery address if you'd like. Any friends or family who might like a free box of craft ciders?
0: Oh, uh. Oh, that's a lovely idea. Uh, Yes, actually. Could you change it to 48 Chalford Street Kettering? Uh, My brother-in-law keeps up getting harring about signing up as well. So, yeah, I'm sure he'd appreciate
1: it. I certainly can. That's all done for you there, John. Is there anything else I can help you with today?
0: (laughs) Not unless you want to give me a push.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Take care.
0: All right, you too. Cheers. Alright, is this your first time driving or have you had a bit of practice?
2: First time. I'm a bit nervous really. I went go-karting once, but that's not the same, is it?
0: <laughs> no, this will feel quite different from go-karting, but we'll take it very slow to begin with, and then once you're comfortable what are you doing?
2: I was just getting into gear, sorry, I thought you were nearly finished.
0: Thought you said you've never driven before.
2: I haven't. I've just seen other people do that bit. I didn't get it wrong, did I?
0: No no that was that was fine. Let's just set off slowly, okay. Check all around, then ease up the clutch and keep the rev steady. I never said you could indicate.
2: Shouldn't I have? Sorry, I just thought that...
0: Yes, well, you thought, did you? Or did some other driving instructor tell you to indicate, hmm? How many others have there been before me? I bet you've already taken your test, haven't you? It's one thing to serve up your sloppy seconds, but to pawn it off as an immaculate trifle and watch me gobble it down, yum yum, (laughs) is quite another...
2: It's not like that, I swear, this is my first time... Ask me what offside and nearside is. I haven't a clue which way round it is. The
0: fact you knew I'd ask has betrayed your sordid past. I made myself abundantly clear with your agency. I wanted a fresh pupil and paid good money for it. You look like you could handle a three-lane roundabout. Now stop playing games with me, harlot. Get out.
2: Four lanes, actually. Creep.
1: Hello, everybody. It's nearly time for bed. But we've still got time for a story. Tonight, I'll be reading from Tommy Had a Silly Puppy. Now if you're all tucked in, I shall begin. Tommy had a silly puppy called Jesse. Jesse liked to chase. Jesse would chase the spiders in the kitchen, the mice in the field, and the rats by the sewage outlet pipe. But Jesse didn't just like to chase. Jesse gobbled up the spiders, swallowed mice whole, and shook the rats side to side until they stopped resisting. Like a shark, or a velociraptor, or something. Tommy didn't like spiders. They have too many legs. He didn't like mice because they nibbled his cheese. And he especially didn't like rats, due to a childhood trauma in Boots the Pharmacists. So, Tommy didn't mind Jesse being silly. That is, until Jesse escaped into Next Door's garden. Next Door lived a farmer with all his animals, stroke family. Jessie had never seen so many things to chase, so she started small and chased a chicken. The chicken was yummy. She didn't mind the feathers, but all the other chickens lost their shit and alerted Tommy and the farmer to what had happened.
0: If I see that fucking dog on my land again, I'll shoot the bastard and beat the fucking pigs,
1: said the farmer, who was getting cross. I'm sorry, sir, stroke madam, Jessie can be very silly sometimes. I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Tommy took the eviscerated chicken carcass and Jessie into the potting shed and thrashed seven shades of shit out of Jessie with the wet end of the chicken. When he was done, he rubbed the feathery entrails into her face and left her to whimper while he made a lovely cup of tea. And Jessie never chased the chickens ever again. Good night.
0: Took your bloody time, Gadget. Come on then, get them signies over here. I could eat an emaciated horse fetus. Eh? I don't like to exaggerate. Fwoah, it's 10 o'clock. Bit of a butterface, but I still would.
1: Uh, four yeah. I'd cherish a chance to make her smile.
0: Come on now, we've been through this. If you're going to be a proper van man, you need the lingo, the patter, the baints, all that crap. Right, uh that's just coming out of the baker's eating the sausage roll. It's an open goal, lad.
1: F- four. That sausage roll, eh? I bet it's nice and hot in her mouth.
0: Keep going, son. Uh, and, uh uh,
1: uh, and, uh oh yeah, uh I'd, I'd like to, whoa, uh, take her back to mine and... Yeah? Cook her a candlelit dinner with smooth jazz and sweet wine and gentle lovemaking.
0: Well, you didn't mention ballroom dancing or Edwardian courting customs, so that's progress, I suppose but you went with candles right out the gate, and it's a slippery slope from there.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I, I just can't get it right. Maybe I'm not cut out to be a van man. No,
0: nah, don't say that. You're at a dead band with a plasterer's whistle boot. You got the tuneless whistle you sorted, mate. All right, here's a little tip. you got to stop thinking of them as real people with thoughts and feelings, yeah? Think of this van like a safari ride, all right? And out there is all the sexy jungle animals, yeah? ears and then big goats yeah go on give it a go
1: okay <clears throat> well i bet she <coughs> and then <coughs> all the <coughs> behind the ball <bottle> bins <coughs> <coughs> curtains
0: <coughs> jesus christ that's somebody's daughter okay maybe just forget about the petter for now let's get moving
1: Clarity, conciseness, enunciation, projection, derision, and pronunciation. Here at Tofcom, we hold these values above all else. Today, we consider ourselves lucky to have a telephone in every home, a mobile telephone in every pocket, and wedged into the cup of every bra. In this global age, millions, even thousands of English speakers have been connected all over the world by the wonder that is telephones. Sadly. There are those that would endeavour to plight the greatest strides in telecommunications by employing people to work in call centres with regional or perhaps even foreign accents. Have a listen to this. I'm sure it would be all too familiar.
0: Hello, you're through to Croquetto Energy. My name's Paul. How can I help you today?
1: I'm sorry if that caused any listeners' distress. I myself have had the footman fetch a cold flannel. a
0: hey, good evening. How are you? I'm calling from a a British Gaz.
1: What in all that is holy was that guinea talking about? Don't fret, Tophcom are here, and we are dedicated to putting posh people in call centres by any means necessary. In the six months since our Immaculate Conception, we have crawled over 300 landed gentry and a further 1,200 other speakers of received English. We expect that number to triple before Christmas, thanks to a blossoming relationship between Tofcom and the Devon Constabulary. It is, however, still early days for Tofcom, and we rely primarily on the goodwill and generosity of the general public. So please, give what you can by visiting UK. Or, of course, you can give us a call and one of our fettered fops will be all too happy to relieve you of your money, as is their nature. Support Tofcom, and perhaps next time you call your energy provider, it'll go a little more like this. I have put money on lucky card, but the meter won't top up. Oh dear. I'm afraid I don't know what that is. I'll have them send the grubby man round. You can expect an invoice presently.
0: Fuck, uh, hide, go on, I'll, I'll get rid of them. Just a minute. Quickly, now, get in. I'm not decent. Just fold yourself up a bit and I'll slot you in. Hello, can I help?
2: Good morning, I'm from Hanslow Estates, I'm the building manager. Just doing a routine inspection. Right, okay. You're wearing a purple three-piece suit.
0: I'm sorry, is this part of the inspection?
2: And a matching bowler hat? Yes. A moment ago you weren't decent.
0: I'd misplaced my hat.
2: Right, OK. You are aware the communal areas aren't to be used for storage, Mr Harris?
0: I I suppose so.
2: OK, that's good then, isn't it? Would you like to explain this here? This is yours, I take it? The doormat. (laughs) That is funny, Mr Harris. You see what you've just called a doormat there? I would call a personal belonging and a hazard, yeah?
0: hazard? How is it a hazard? It's too bristly, I suppose.
2: Right, well it's not really a laughing matter now, is it? What if something was to transpire and your belongings were all over the communal areas? It's just
0: a doormat, for goodness sake. It's not even mine.
2: There's no need for that sort of language, Mr Harris. What do you mean it's not yours? It's outside
0: your flat. It's not mine. It was here when I moved in. I thought everyone had one.
2: You thought everyone had a doormat? Provided by the building manager? Provided by me? Yes. A doormat, a full 16mm over the regulation girth? Yes. A doormat, 16mm over the regulation girth, that reads, Pete's crib.
0: I thought it was a little odd given the vernacular, but I appreciated the extra mile of personalisation.
2: A doormat which reads Pete's Crib, colon, where de Cush is dank and de Hose is acquiescent.
0: All right, it is mine, but surely it's not in anyone's way.
2: So you lied to me? To my face?
0: Well, yeah. If the Gestapo knocked on the door and asked if you were hiding any Jews under the floorboards, you wouldn't say yes, would you?
2: I see. So if you were hiding Jews, you'd say no, would you? Yeah, of course. Well, are you?
0: No? Yet! What a bloody mess! damn poor show, A, eh, Lieutenant. Damn poor. I've never seen such a defeat in all my time. To be laughed off the battlefield. Damn poor. Speak your mind, Shames, you're looking
1: digested. Perhaps, sir, uh, it might be time to give the uniform a bit of a rethink. Yes, I suppose you're right, old chap.
0: I, uh, I can't fathom it myself. I rather thought we were onto something with the drummer boys in frocks, but, uh, lass,
1: back to the drawing board, I suppose. Very good, sir. Very wise decision, if I may say so. Forgive me, sir, but This time I think we should focus more on practicality. I know that would go a long way with the men. Capital idea, yes, those leather shorts do chafe something devilish,
0: so I'm told. Uh, Something rather loose-fitting and breathable, then, with a good range
1: of motion. Also, sir, if it were easy to don, I overheard many of the men cursing the time it took to remove their corsets. Well, quite. Um, Shame, but I suppose
0: we must make sacrifices. You know, I think I have just the thing to suit all of our needs... And would be frightfully intimidating to boot. Yes, we shall have those French horsons fleeing in terror soon as they clap eyes on us next time. Oh, yes, sir.
1: What is it you have in mind? Think back to your
0: childhood, James. What were you most afraid of? What haunted your dreams? What insidious figure did you fear to appear behind you in the looking-glass? You know what I speak of? I'm afraid I'm not sure,
1: sir. Some devil, perhaps?
0: (laughs) You could say devil, certainly. Yes. Choristers. Choristers? with gowns and such. Precisely. I wager there's no sight more fearsome than a bayonet charge led by a youth choral group. You have been listening to the funny noises of Eric Rolson, Finn Redman, Rose McDaniel, Will Brown, written and created by Eric Rolson.